gets me we still time. have the old version up <laughs> where you can hear me in the background and i can you can hear me physically tapping the keys oh, that's with great. my finger that's oh, i great. love it uh Fantastic. hey welcome to laser discourse i'm charlie i'm nick this is your uh bi-weekly how, how often are we were gonna release Bi- these w- uh, weekly Bi-monthly, curious, maybe bi-weekly would be twice a week right <laughs> so bi-monthly shoot I don't know. Yes, uh, we're 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 still figuring all biannual? that out. Biannual, biannual. But this is our ongoing discussion of movies and outdated technology. I would say obsolete technology. Obs- dead, dead outdated technology. Outdated is like an iPhone six. That's true. You can still use it, but not obsolete is is a is laser like, disc. Is people going? What is this? I've yeah. never seen this, and Ex- that, yeah. that yeah, that pretty much defines laser discs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, maybe just a quick uh, recap. This is only our second episode. Uh, last week we talked about Jaws, the first movie ever released on laser disc. Now mm-hmm. uh, we are going to talk about one of our favorite movies, The Terminator. I'll be back, and he was. He was. He was not just messing around. He was really serious. You about know. That. He doesn't lie. The Terminator like doesn't use deception. He's like Shakira's hips. He'll impersonate people. But we'll get into it anyways. Okay. But uh, he's like Shakira's hips. Uh, Maybe yeah. her hips are. I'm gonna start listening. Are the to you robotic more. part? You're funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this movie came out in 1984, and I was a baby then, um, so I didn't see this movie obviously until much later. I was there. I was in the theater. Yeah. No. You and your parents. <laughs> Take baby Nick to see the Terminator <laughs> in my little, uh, you know, uh, the car seat. Oh combo yeah, carrier they just deal. rock you to sleep mm-hmm. amidst the shotgun blasts. That really uh, does put me to sleep. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. even to this day, I love it. <laughs> just put on a little violence, and I'm out like a light. Yeah, I always heard that about me. Um, <laughs> they, no, <laughs> mom, about mom would you. tell me, 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 me. They Charlie. would take me to the gun range. <laughs> Sounds like it's the same for you. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So 100%. I have this on a uh, yeah. Well, anyways, back to the movie. We're talking about laser discs. I have the Terminator on a widescreen edition of laser disc, and I actually found. Uh, you were asking me about this release. I found a forum online, Nick. Did you? Where people were discussing this particular release. So There's, people wanted to give their opinion about something on yeah. the internet. Yeah, basically this one guy gives his whole kind of spiel and then everyone responds. But it was on this thing I found called LaserDisc Database. Okay. Database? Database? Where you at? Uh, Database. Data? We're going data. All right. But uh, this particular release is a widescreen mono audio. And um, I'm pretty sure it's ripped from uh, from like the theatrical print. So this is what people saw when they went to the theater. Yeah. You had mentioned something about seeing like uh, like it might have been skipping or something. Yeah. And I feel like uh, I saw a little bit of that too. And I almost feel like I saw one of those like real markers where you see the little cigarette burn in the corner. So was this somebody just filming in the theater? No, I think they... <laughs> is, this, <yeah. laughs> is this the guy in the trench this coat is, putting his, putting his neck out there shaky. looking around? Yeah. I thought that was an interesting choice by James Cameron to do that and to make it as if you were <laughs> in a theater. Very artistic choice. Yeah, he's good. Uh, but yeah, no, I think they pull a lot of these uh, Laserdisc releases just from like the theatrical prints they got. Wow. Um, but anyways, that's what I think on this one. And and I got to tell you, the guy who posted this back in uh, 2012. Mm, seems he, like an eternity ago. 
He's going to tell you, um, shall I say, underwhelming. He was underwhelmed by the video transfer was of this he? movie. Yeah, he didn't like it. He thought it was not very crisp and clear. And then someone later down is like, I got it because it was mastered from the 35 millimeter print. That's what I want. Well. And I, I got to say, I'm in that boat. I would rather see something that is got that gritty film quality to it, mm-hmm. like a record, like your vinyl record, you know, yeah. or a CD. Yeah. Um, I like that quality over the hyper smooth, you know, hypersensitive. What's uh, the benefit stuff. of that? I mean, it, uh, it, there's downfalls, obviously, but what would the benefit of that be? What would the, well, it, it would, uh, it'd give you the feel of, of what it would look like in 1984 to have seen it in a theater. It, as as it was meant to be, um, not meant to be. Obviously, James Cameron definitely was, would be one of those guys who would probably upgrade this movie digitally mm-hmm. if he could. He but does that, yeah. To see it in its original format, you know, um, something about that, hmm. I think, that appeals to me. There's definitely a nostalgia factor, or I'm not even, obviously, I was a baby, but... Uh, we were all babies. The idea of th- of uh, seeing this as a, as an artifact that came out in 1984 and experiencing it as you would mm-hmm. in the theater, okay, with, with the with the kind of the grainy quality or the um, yeah the little the little blips. That, I like that that, occur. that this actual disc started with the image laserdisc. Was it a brand? Oh yeah, it had the uh, the image uh, entertainment logo. That's the distributor of this particular laserdisc. Got it. Distributed by image. I believe. I believe. Um, yeah, I know. Really smooth. And then it said a feature presentation. Yes. Just so to let know, you know. This is not the trailer. Guys, we're not messing around here. This is it. This is not the animated short before no, the movie. This is yeah, exactly. This is this is the big one. We're getting right into it. <laughs> Sit down, strap right? in, because you're going on a ride. <laughs> feature. Yeah, it was great. And uh man, I it's been a couple years since I've seen this this movie, but uh just gripping from Beginning to end. I love the Terminator. It starts in the future, which I forgot about. Yeah. The opening scene is in the future. I got to read the thing. There's an opening uh, scrawl. I forgot there was like a whole opening text. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I got it on. It sets the the context and the the time period, I guess. Yes. Well, I think we, yeah, sorry. You're you're hearing um, Herman the pug in in the background here. He snores. He's snoring. (laughs) And sometimes he gets little dog dreams. Aw. He's but the Herminator right now. The Herminator now. will not destroy us. No. We have not been targeted for Hermination. He's He's been kind of up in our business all night, and so now he's finally sleeping, which is good. He was sitting on Charlie's lap for a while. He's a big boy. He's not, I'm not a gonna small lie. pug. For a, you think pug, you're thinking tiny little guy. This is like... He's like a 35 Like if a pug tank. like swallowed a bowling ball and then was still a pug also around the bowling ball. He's not fat. He's no, just, he's heavy, though. He's, I mean, he's, he's not dense. not heavy. He's a dense He's animal. dense. That's yeah. the way to put it. Yes. He's very soft. He's very cuddly. Uh, but here's, what, here's what the movie opens with. Um, Los Angeles 2029, which is only 10 years from now. Jesus. By the way. You know, a lot, oh, of, people no. are, a lot of people are like uh, celebrating, you know, because Blade Runner takes place in 2019. And all oh, these, God. Not all these, but, you know, a few movies, they, they're taking place in the distant future of where mm-hmm. we're at now. So here we go. 2029. I can't wait. I'll see you there. <laughs> I'll see you there, it brother. It so fun. The machines rose from the ashes of the nuclear fire. That's a first sentence. 
That's a touchdown. I'm telling you, man. Already. It's like, you read that in the script, you're like, how much money do, do you need? I will buy this. I need to change Let's my Let's make pants. it happen. Their war to exterminate mankind had raged for decades. So we're already into this thing by 2029. So decades. are we currently fighting the war against the machines? Yeah. I think that's the idea. That, is that what we're doing? Yeah. It's a wow. cold war for now. Is it? Uh I think we are. The there's no, talk nu- to there's us. no fire. There's no nuclear fire. Not fire yet. yet. No not fire. Yet. No furry. Uh, but, 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 but the final battle would not be fought in the future. It would be fought here in our present. Tonight. That's what I love. <laughs> Tonight, baby. Tonight. We're going to fight for the future. something you said. <laughs> but yeah, th- this whole movie, uh, and you don't really think about it. This whole movie takes place in about 24, eh, maybe 48 hours. That's right. There's a couple days and nights. The pace is really fast. They but, sleep a little bit, but then they keep getting interrupted by people crashing in the buildings with their cars and whatever. <laughs> trying to terminate them. I'm trying to get some shut-eye over so, here. So... <laughs> Here's the plot. If you haven't seen The Terminator, if you're unfamiliar, um, it's this little movie that came out in the 80s. Little movie. Starred this guy. It was a blockbuster. This uh, Austrian guy named Arnold Schwagenheimer. Schmeichendieber. Wait, the governor? Schwarzenegger? Yeah, former governor of California. He was an actor? Yeah, he did this thing where he was a bodybuilder and then started acting in movies. No. And then uh, got into politics. No. Which worked out pretty well. I don't believe you. (laughs) <laughs> it's true, brother. It is true, my man. I feel like that was even a joke back in the day. It was just like, oh, President Schwarzenegger, blah, blah, blah. It and, was a joke, I yeah. remember. And look at that. He was president yeah. of California. <laughs> I don't think that's... Well, okay. <laughs> sort of how it works. I kind don't of? Know. Let me tell you. That was the that was the first signs where you're going like, man, any, anybody could just get elected to this thing. Yeah, Reagan was. The Reagan, also sign. an actor. Because yeah. he also didn't really... You know, he had he relied on his staff very heavily from what I've read. I would, too. Especially in his later <laughs> years, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. His so. staff and his jelly bean collection. Uh, yes. Uh, but this movie comes out in... Uh, Green means go. 84. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he kept getting the red ones. Uh, James, no, that was a staffer. Yeah. Jimmy Cams. Uh, James Cameron. Um, last week we talked about Jaws, kind of the breakthrough for Spielberg and, mm-hmm. and a lot of people. Uh, John Williams. This is the big breakthrough for James Cameron, uh, who's now the richest guy in Hollywood. The, the world. world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as movie makers go, uh, he's made the most money out of anyone who's ever made movies. Um, is that is that a fact? I think so. With Avatar and Titanic? Yeah. I mean... That's a double whammy of mm-hmm. money making right there. Yeah, um, yeah. The dude's loaded, but he was uh, he was just a model maker, special effects guy before the Terminator. Mm-hmm. Uh, worked on movies like Humanoids of the Deep and Piranha Two. These like Roger Corman uh, low budget special effects. Piranha Two. <laughs> Piranha Two. Not even the first one. I'm sorry, I'm distracted by. I him. know Herman is going to town. <laughs> He's like o- laid over the couch. It's so awesome. He's just too big. He's too big for a couch. Yes, he really is. We, we should get him looked at. Anyways, um, <laughs> but he writes the script. He has this dream about this metal skeleton robot coming out of the fire. Draws it, writes a script around it, sells it. Um, him and uh, the producer who he works with, um, whose name I want to make sure I get, uh, Gail Ann Hurd. Who goes on to produce Aliens and The Abyss with oh, him wow. and stuff? She actually marries him at one point and divorces him, 
And Gail Ann Hurd apparently at one point married and divorced to Brian De Palma. Wow. So she was, she is a big deal. Wow. Producer extraordinaire. Yeah, producer of divorces. And <laughs> homewrecker. And, no. <laughs> um, but she's cool. And, uh, you know, that's a very, she's very unsung in the, the whole story. James Cameron. Um, I saw this interview where he's like, well, the way I see the creative process on this movie is that a thousand people worked on it and I take all the credit. So <laughs> he gets it. Okay. He gets it. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's a sci-fi uh, movie about a, a robot that has uh, targeted Sarah Connor for termination because her son will lead the humans in a resistance in the future. There's time travel. There's cyborgs. No pressure. No pressure. There's, uh, there's a lot going on in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like it's high concept as far as your science fiction. Like you said, they start in the future. So you're seeing these laser battles. You're seeing these giant um, tanks. I love the human guns that they shoot in the future. They go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the like sound a backwards effect. Like, straw sucks sped up. But it, yeah, it's like not your typical um, just B grade. Like, like there was a very like there was kind of this weird kind of purple hue that the lasers had it and, had a palette it, it, it was, was very cool it's very artfully i mean james cameron is like a guy who with little models and stuff the special yeah. effects were just little models and i mean it felt right to watch this on a laser disc it did yeah this is very old school as far as the special effects like um we have stan winston doing puppetry and animatronics stan winston is a genius and was a genius and and we have all these people who become known like james cameron for their groundbreaking, you know, computer effects and digital effects that they do in 3D that he does on Avatar. But this movie is puppets and miniatures and uh, little explosions that are shot at, you know, 120 frames per second and slowed down to look like big explosions. I love that. Just really cool, like, in-camera effects and Mm -hmm. um, just that old-school, like, cheap uh, guerrilla-style filmmaking. Yeah. Um, you know, they just take the, they, they were on the streets of L.A. shooting this thing. And so you're seeing, you know, real L.A. like alleys. And um, I, was, I saw this documentary about the making of it. And Michael Bean, who plays the human, Kyle Reese, who is sent back to protect Sarah Connor, who is played by Linda Hamilton. I'm just mm-hmm. getting this all out of the mm-hmm. way. Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's the bad guy. Oh, oh he's the that's Terminator. Who Arnold was. He plays the titular I character. I he was the police chief. Yeah. Well, you know, originally... My bad. Originally, Lance Henriksen, uh, who is one of the police uh, guys. The Millennium and, guy. The Millennium guy, yeah, who, mm-hmm. who who we were talking about. Originally, they wanted him to be the Terminator. This is true. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your mind right now. They thought of him as being like this chameleon, like the Terminator would be this guy who blends in, like they were saying in the movie. But uh, So they're going to have Lance Henriksen be the guy. And then they were showing the script around, and they gave it to Schwarzenegger, and they wanted him to read for Kyle Reese, the hero, mm-hmm. because Schwarzenegger had just done Conan the Barbarian. He was he he was about to break out as this star, mm-hmm. so they wanted him to play the hero. He's like the Cardi B of 1984. Yeah, he's about to break out. Okay, I assume that's a reference that makes sense in 2019. That, I, I love that you're a I'm music gonna go, editor. I'm going to go with it. Well, I know who Cardi B is. She's already broken out. No, mm, is she better than Cardi C? Well, how does that uh, work? Yeah, I prefer Cardi uh, B. Minus? <laughs> it's a little sadder. Yeah, exactly. Uh, B minor, maybe, is what I should have said. Uh, Cardi B minor. 
Good stuff. All right. Uh, so, but uh, <laughs> Schwarzenegger yeah. reads it. He Where's does my cricket sounds. Yeah, I need a exactly. soundboard. Oh, here, we're definitely gonna get. Yeah. <laughs> Every time a some joke record falls Herman flat. snoring. It just, yeah, it's just a, yeah. We'll just cut to Herman snoring. I love it. Thank you. That's very appropriate. Uh, <laughs> as he continues to do, I hope people like that. I hope this is a sound that people appreciate. Oh, now he's well. Now you're disturbing him, poor Herman. He doesn't want to be on him mic. Up. Oh, he doesn't want to be on mic. He's shy. Okay, Herm, you produce. You're okay, buddy. You just lead us. Yeah, fearless leader. Oh, good boy. Okay, where was I? You were talking about Bacardi or Cardi B. Bacardi B. <laughs> um, <laughs> my favorite rum. No, uh, yeah. So Schwarzenegger was going to be the Kyle Reese character, or that that was who they the. People, the, good guy. the people at large wanted, you know, the producers mm-hmm. wanted him to be, but he wanted to be the Terminator. His represent, you know, his agent doesn't want him to be a bad guy because, yeah, that's not good for your career. Sure, supposedly, I guess. But Schwarzenegger was probably like, eh, "There's a lot going on with this Kyle Reese character. He has to like be a romantic lead because you know have him a, and what you'd call emotional he's like, range. You know, you know, yeah, he's like, you know, who I would be really good at being." Is Schwarzenegger. the robot who doesn't make any facial expressions. Know thyself. And who just kind of walks around with the dead stare. I, th- I can do that. Let's do that. that and he, and part, he gets to shoot all the cool that guns. That I can do. Yeah. yeah. He gets to shoot all the guns, and he just gets to walk around being a Wears badass. leather jacket, pushes people The sunglasses. Around. Give me a break. Amazing. He's got the better wardrobe, for can sure. Can you act a little worse? A little <laughs> stiffer, please. Stiffer. No problemo. Uh yeah and uh, so then Spanish <laughs> so it's 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 all that stuff I love about how different this movie could have been you know if yeah. uh, if it would gone that way obviously it didn't and uh, probably for the better yeah it's no, hard I'd to agree. imagine anyone else being kind of the because Schwarzenegger you know you make fun of him, but he 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 had a he has a presence he's an intimidating figure he knows what he does well he's cut and he only does <laughs> that you yeah. know like uh, he never gets like people to tell him hey you'd be great in this i feel like he goes i'd be great in this right so at least he believes in it you know That's kindergarten true. cop maybe jingle all the way maybe not Ooh, yeah he doesn't have a perfect track record but i think he knew exactly what he was doing at this moment for yes. sure taking yeah. this on exactly but um yeah i mean who wouldn't want to be the terminator that sounds like a lot of fun actually fun fact i had for halloween one of those uh, plastic arms with the the finger controls that that made you look like you had a robot hand. Oh yeah, and you can control each finger. Was that an officially licensed uh, Terminator? Probably not. Toy. It was plastic, and I right. got it at probably Target. Oh, I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, yeah it's like a little uh-huh. skull hand. Yeah, kind of a thing. It was really fun because I could flip people off, but not really be flipping them off. <laughs> well, uh, did, did you? know this movie as a child or, or what's your uh, yeah what's your i past? think i got into it probably around the time of terminator 2 right uh that's the one i had watched first mm-hmm. yeah yeah but i i do remember seeing it before i saw t2 because i was very very excited for t2 oh. based on what i'd seen already oh cool and i remember that scene in the in the end spoiler alert when spoiler uh, alert. the terminator uh gets crushed Yes. Or the top half of the Terminator gets crushed and being really scared by halves of robots chasing me around. Oh, wow. It was very, that scene, out of all the scenes in that movie, 
which there's a really a very too spicy sex scene in that movie <laughs> that young yeah. Nicholas probably should not have been watching at his age. But the one so. that stuck with me was the half of a robot chasing me. That's great. not stopping until I crushed it with some sort of whatever the hell that machine was. Yeah, that the is factory. That is definitely like the Terminator just doesn't stop. That's all he does. <laughs> it's all he knows how to do, man. He comes at you, but he will not stop. Yeah. <laughs> he'll be back, but he won't <laughs> he'll leave and come back, but he won't stop. Uh yeah. Now uh I want to do a a quick segment uh that I kind Is this the this is going to be the segment that I'm going to call, Who's That Guy? Who's That Guy? Who's That Guy? Can we get a little Who's That Guy music? Who's, Who's That, that guy? guy? All right. This is where I talk about um, someone in the cast okay. who maybe we didn't know who that person was, and we, but we could recognize them. I've seen that person The face before. is familiar. They're, mm-hmm. they're what we call character actors in mm-hmm. the business. And the Terminator has a few very famous character actors. Um you would have recognized a, a young, blue-haired Bill Paxton. I did. As one of the punks. Mm-hmm. He was great. Uh, I said, who's that guy? And you said, that guy. That's Bill Paxton, bro. That's Bill Paxton. And uh, you were like, oh, yeah, cool. And then <laughs> That was pretty much pretty unfazed. Pretty You're like, accurate to Got it. But yeah, you know that feeling when you see someone and you have to Google them just to see who they are. Mm-hmm. Well, in this movie, I wanted to just say a quick thing about Dick Miller who is a famous character actor who just passed away a couple weeks ago. And uh, he was the guy in the gun shop. Oh. Who is who has four lines, maybe. He sells him all those guns. Yeah. He, or, well. A, he lays all the guns um, out in front of him and then allows, and and with the bullets on the counter. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, don't. Don't put the bullets in the gun. Hey, you can't do that. You can't do that. But by then, it's too late. It's way too late. Um, yeah, he is a guy who has been in a million things. He's most famous probably for stuff like The Terminator or being in Gremlins in the 80s. Mm. But he got his start again with Roger Corman. Um, there's a lot of Corman connections with The Terminator, I feel mm. like, because like James Cameron and, and the producer, Gail Hurd, they kind of came up in Roger Corman productions. Dick mm. Miller, a lot of these actors... Another guy where he was in stuff like Bucket of Blood, and he was in the first Piranha, Dick Miller. He plays basically the mayor character in Jaws, but it's Piranha. Okay. I mean, Piranha's basically a Jaws ripoff with piranhas yeah, right. in, at, at like a summer instead resort of, instead of a shark. So mm-hmm. he's, the, he's the guy who owns the resort. Yeah. Um, and again, he's in basically every uh, Joe Dante movie because Joe Dante, another one who came up with Roger Corman and did Piranha. He directed the first Piranha. Um, so you always see him in stuff. Um, I just love him. He's uh, got great scenes in movies like The Howling and The Burbs. He always has a very um, specific delivery or just a memorable, you know, memorable delivery. And he and you called it actually when you called him the poor man's Harvey Keitel. Yes, and that's pretty much it. He's got that. He's got that kind of worn face. Mm-hmm. By the time he's doing these movies in the eighties, he was he pretty. Could, he was he pretty handsome. Forty. He could be sixty five. Yeah, I mean, he's got a wide age range. I'll show you be. some. I'll show you like this uh, thing on YouTube. I found of, like some old clips of him, but in the like fifties when he's doing movies in the fifties with people like Boris Karloff and um, just doing like those. He's he's in all like, these dead actors. He's in the. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. He's he's joined <laughs> Boris in in the the heavenly lots mm-hmm. of uh, Hollywood heaven now, but. Uh, yeah, just a, a huge history. We just lost him, so shout out. R.I.P. 
I love Dick Miller. I'll pour some out for him. And uh, the local cult movie up in Santa Rosa is doing a Dick Miller month in March. So look up cult movies at the Roxy and see some Dick Miller movies. See them all. We'll see if this gets out by then. Would you call that a dick pick? Yeah, we're, they're showing like four dick pics over the course of March. Man. It's a four for four dick pic situation. <laughs> I feel like that's a little uh, unambitious. I mean, I made four dick pics in like 10 minutes last. Well, no, yeah. I mean. But people are going to pay to see, see these. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Not pay to send them to people. Exactly. People pay to see them. Yeah. That's These different. are legal transactions that are happening. <laughs> legal. <laughs> Not frowned upon. Last like time I checked, taking a picture of your dick is not illegal in the great country of America. What you do afterwards, though? <laughs> I didn't say I did anything. <laughs> Let's move on. Anyway, so that was a great segment. Thank you. So that leads us to the turning point. The turning point. <laughs> Another segment. I know. I like segments. We, uh, we should have more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Every laser disc comes with a turning point, And that is where you have to physically flip the disc because it is uh, outdated technology. Yes. That makes you manually get up, turn the thing over like a record, and play the second half of the movie. Nick, where did we land on today's turning point? The turning point today was uh, our uh, heroine, Sarah Connor, just gracefully falling asleep on a bench in a police station detective's office with a warm, smelly, cigarette-drenched <laughs> coat draped over her somewhat lovingly while she dreamt of the Terminator trying to destroy her. <laughs> yeah, it was a very nice turning point. Mm-hmm. It was. It was like, oh, all this was a dream, and now she's going to wake up. Because mm-hmm. you flip the disc, you're like, this could be a reverse Wizard of Oz situation. You never here, know. You know? Yeah. Until you see part two, mm-hmm. you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I figured we had equal chances of her just, yeah, waking up, going about her day, being a waitress again. Mm-hmm. But nope. Mm-hmm. Right back to the Terminator. It's, it's just the magical <laughs> realism. <laughs> that damn Terminator showed sci-fi. up. <laughs> yeah. Killed everybody in that police station. God damn that Terminator. He's a real pain in the butt. He's, he's a dick. <laughs> Man, he just doesn't know when to take no. No, that's the problem. He, you know, you know, you tell him don't, and he says do, <laughs> and he does, and it's very rude. Anything else? Uh, what what stood out to you watching it this time? Um, that maybe you didn't notice before uh, about the Terminator. Well, I know a lot has been made uh, in many uh, in the past I don't know, ten plus years about Skynet. And, mm, mm-hmm. you know, the, the robots come taking over. But what one line really stood out to me is that uh, uh, he said uh, right away when we plug them into this network and they could all talk to each other, uh, AI, they, they saw all the humans as threats, not just the ones they were programmed to see as enemies, but they saw them as threats to their own survival. So they started taking them out and doing whatever. And I'm like. Oh man, we're like already there. <laughs> so it's, that stood out to me how yeah. real that felt in 1984 right. to now. That stood out. Absolutely. Yeah. Isn't there even, there's probably a company called Skynet out there right now. Oh, I bet. Doing Skynetty things. Skynetty. <laughs> yeah. Killer bots, drones uh, that we call them now, uh, things that we program to kill. 
a lot of things that came true, right? Yeah, absolutely. Real stuff. Yeah. I'm still waiting on the time travel, though. Yeah. We Especially don't get, naked time travel. You know, that's the problem with the future. We, we're not getting any of the good stuff. I, I really like that their caveat to the time travel. Totally believable. All right. By the way, this... Look, this this cyborg half robot with a human exterior yeah, time traveled, I get that. and then we did it to a human. But you have to be naked, and he's explaining <laughs> it to the psychologist in the police station. Yes. Well, you have to be naked, <laughs> of course. I don't understand it. Everybody knows. <laughs> that really, yeah. And that's why we saw about eight seconds of man ass. Oh, we saw some, yeah. There, yeah. was, there was a it little something for the ladies with, in this with one. a bunch of man ass. In, including Schwarzenegger. I mean, it was, yes. If you want to start a movie, you start it with Schwarzenegger's ass, it's going to be a hit. He was built. In 1984? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was nice. Yep. Uh, I appreciated it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. No, yeah, it was definitely, yeah. He's He played such a crazy person in the police station where I, uh, I was saying to you, it's like, you would think you're given orders to go back in time. Maybe maybe somewhere in the orders they're like, look, if you get caught, the police in 1984 are not going to believe you're from the future. Don't bother. Just tell them that this guy is like your you know, sister's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> you know, he's, nope. he's on drugs. You know, like give them something to work with here. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you tell people, you know, I'm from the future and this robot is coming to kill this woman and blah, blah, blah. It's like. The chief believed him, though. The chief knew what was up. You think so? I think the chief knew what was up. Well, they believed him pretty quick once that Terminator showed up. Well, it started yes. terminating. Yeah. <laughs> then it was like, "Fuck! Oh. I am so sorry. I am so sorry. You, know you were right the whole time." My wife Gosh. told me I gotta, I gotta be more open to hearing, you know, people's stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too late. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, my only quibble, I gotta say, is the Terminator voice. Um, can I bring this up? I know I was complaining about this during the okay, movie. Okay, okay, okay. So, what is your grand theory on this? They make it clear in the Terminator that the Terminator robot, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, can adopt any voice at any time. He can mimic it's any. One of my favorite things about the Terminator. Any person, and maybe he doesn't even have to hear that person to mimic them. I'm I think not he sure. Does. You think so? I think he does. Because at some point he mimics Sarah Connor's mother over the phone. He probably called her. And he mimicked someone else at some point, like on a pay phone. I'm trying to remember what that was. Like maybe the roommate or something. The roommate, yeah, yeah. Anyways, but he heard it on the voicemail. I guess. They were very careful to point that out. So the point is, he can be programmed with any voice. Mm-hmm. And they programmed this Terminator with a thick Austrian accent. <laughs> To go into Los Angeles, 1984, and he's just walking around like, how much for that gun? <laughs> I'll that's, be back. Maybe that's the Siri voice of their, Give them to me. their uh, cyborg future world. I, just, I mean, you know how Siri is a voice, right? And so stuff is going to sound like voice. Siri. Maybe this is their version of Siri. It's very authoritarian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the only, It that, sounds like a machine. When you think that about was, it. I think, the point, too. He does sound like a machine, and he He's moves very like monotone. a machine. Yeah, he, he acts like a machine. He really put that lack of acting depth <laughs> to use, because a real actor would not have been able to do this. It you know, would, it's like singing, asking a singer to do something really off key. They just can't. It's like right. hard to sing that poorly if you're a good singer. They got the if perfect you're classically guy for the trained. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, we need a bodybuilder who can just stand still 
for several minutes at a time. Can you flexing. speak somewhat? You're hired. <laughs> You're hired. Uh, yeah, but uh, it's it becomes um, his most iconic role, obviously Schwarzenegger. So I'm, I'm nothing against you, Arnold, who's obviously listening to this. He is right now, big time. Um, but yeah, that was just struck me as so funny when you see him and his mouth moving, but it's like the grandma's voice coming out of it. That's and, good. And then he's like. I'm a friend of Sarah Connor's. Is she here? Can I talk to her? <laughs> well, I don't. I don't think the police would have let him back. No, if he had the grandma voice, especially no. that would have been really a red flag. But even the cop going like, "No, she's you can't see her." It's like now he knows she's there. That's all he was looking for. He exactly. was just looking for confirmation that she was there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Measures it up. Smart. That terminator looks at the door. I'll He's be really back. smart. He knows Car what he's doing. into. Car into station. Some yeah. of the greatest action sequences uh, uh, of the '80s, probably in this movie. There's a lot of car chases, a lot of a lot of fast moving cars, a lot of shotguns, a lot of shotguns. Lot I of, love that the shotgun is the weapon of choice in yeah. in this movie, where they could have had anything, and they both use shotguns. Definitely, it's such a cool weapon. It's so perfect for this <laughs> and you, movie. And it, in a car chase, you have like he's leaning out the window with one like they're single handed shooting these shotguns. Shotguns have quite the kickback. That's what I've heard. <laughs> I don't think that the Terminator could have handled it. He is a machine. But the dude yeah. hanging out of a car, he well, he was not a bodybuilder. No. No. Yeah. Kyle Reese is a very cool like human counterpoint because he's so human. He seems so frail and he gets shot up and he gets hurt. He's like the Steph Curry of the robot wars. <laughs> he's a fragile dude, but he's like so good. He's the goat in a, in a lot of ways, but he's just so fragile. <laughs> the goat human war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in the human machine war, he's the goat. Big time. And, well, great. that might be John Connor. I don't know. Hard to say. It's actually Sarah Connor. True. She was the OG. OG. Mm-hmm. Give it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was in love with her, Kyle Reese. That's a yeah. weird. That's odd. Like you, like they, they kind of play with like how much he knew about it going in, and like he tries to make it seem like he just volunteered, and then he's like, but, but also I'm, I'm in love with you, mm-hmm. and I always have been. Well, and she Even told though, him on the tape at the end, I mean, how much do I tell you? Do I tell you it was Kyle and that you sent him with that? Right. Name? Like, you just you think you, he must have heard that. You're tape. not going to erase this. <laughs> You're not going to edit. These He's like, tapes. I guess it's got to be Kyle. What if what if John Connor really didn't like Kyle Reese that much? Like in real life? But he's like, uh, this fucking guy is he took, he's the he, one that's going to go back. He took the last toilet paper and he did not <laughs> refill the role. Hey, Kyle, I got a job for you. Come here. (laughs) Real important mission. (laughs) You can't come back, Kyle. (laughs) So important, Kyle. You you can't come back. Yeah. Kyle's been talking about how much he'd like to meet my mom. It's really weird. (laughs) All right. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Okay, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) His name is Kyle. I love it. (laughs) Look at people in 2029 and naming their kids Kyle. (laughs) Perfect. That was probably actually in 2000 because he okay. looked about 29. I guess so. And in 2000, people were naming their kids uh, Kyle. Any 19-year-old Kyles out there, give us a shout. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let us know you got named Kyle in a post-9-11 world. <laughs> sorry for your loss of a good name. 
Uh, no, I love it. I love everything about this movie. I love Terminator 2. I love James Cameron. Up, I love Kyle's. I just want to put that out there. I love all Kyle's. I don't want to get spammed no, or flamed or trolled by Reese's. Kyle's. I love I love all names. I love Arnold's. I love Austrian people. I love Austrian people. I love everything uh, except cyborgs. Those dirty, dirty cyborgs. No, not a fan. <laughs> not so much. I'm trying to be all human on the outside. You're a machine. We get it. We see underneath The there. Borg. Give it up. Come on, guys. Cyborgs. <laughs> Any kind of Borg. <laughs> You're out. No. Anything dot org. You're canceled. Get out of here. Yeah. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. That's been Laser Discourse. Anything else you got to say about this movie? Uh, I just wanted to give a shout-out to Gargoyle's sunglasses. <laughs> you really made the Terminator something to remember. Those were very good sunglasses. And if anybody's got a pair, hit me up. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Stan Winston who made these creature effects RIP on that one as well mm-hmm. um, yeah uh, go see it and uh, if you're the guy that posted that you didn't like the video transfer on uh, ID 8316HD on uh, Laserdisc database fight me because I liked it a lot I thought it looked great I'm going to go ahead and agree with you because I don't care <laughs> <laughs> very good uh, well I'm Charlie and I'm Nick and this has been Laser Discourse. Next time, oh, we got to vote on a movie for next time. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking maybe a Criterion Collection next time. A criterion. Yeah, I have some older ones. Can it criterion. be a good one and not just one that you're supposed to like, but when you actually do? Uh, Yeah, I'll let you choose. You know there's a difference, right? Oh, big time. Okay. I have both. Let's go with the one we actually like from I now. have I have criterions ranging from uh, The Seventh Seal to Chasing Amy. So we got wow. a, we got a lot of options. We'll discuss. We'll discuss. In the meantime, tell us your favorite Criterion Collection movie, and we will consider and see if we have it on Laserdisc. Yeah, and if you've got one that you like, give it to us. <laughs> Send it to Straight me. Up. <laughs> do, 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 do.